Thing about a live podcast. Welcome to the show, you guys. Wow. Honestly, the fact that our it sounded so shitty is kind of perfect. Do you feel good about it, Lori Kilmartin? No, I feel like I've been put in my place, <laughs> and I no longer think I'll be successful. But it's relaxing. You, I was like, if we can't even get our theme song to sound non-scratchy. Oh, do you feel like the pressure is now off? I do. Uh, oh, my good. entire life, not the show. <laughs> uh, I'm just talking, uh, I'm talking macro, not micro. Oh, interesting. What I think is interesting is that you're already successful, and yet you're like, nope, it's over. <laughs> I'm never going to make it. Anyway, uh, Jackie, it, we it, have made it. We're in Bend. It's true. We're it's in Bend, Oregon. It's a live show in Bend. Thanks for coming. We're at the Seven Club, and uh, I, is the number seven significant in Bend? It seems when I put seven into Lyft, uh, like forty-five things came up. Um, well, no? okay, you are man deadly? spreading unbelievably, and yeah, I respect it, you for it. <laughs> My knees are together. I'm the lady of the two of us. You were gonna uh, record this, weren't you? Yes, I am. I did. I oh, started. Oh, you started already. I did. Yeah, well, I'm on you. it, Jackie. All right. I'm yeah. just making sure. We're going to, not that, I'm sure that sound system will, will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just make a backup, just in case. Just in case. And can anyway. you guys, are you okay? Can you see? Are you comfortable? Okay. Are you, do you feel good? Do you yes. feel good about yourselves? Uh, yeah, this table is weird, and I'm going to have to go with more of a sort of a side saddle. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm excited at full crotch Jackie. It's um, <laughs> wow. That's, that's one we All haven't right. seen before. We did so. We did a little bit of stand up. You uh, you worked on some new stuff. Yes. I worked on some new stuff. Mm -hmm. We did the things that we're supposed to do. I was worried, like when I saw yours tonight, uh, your she/her stuff. I'm like, oh fuck, am I stepping on your any of your stuff? But I think it goes in a different direction. Right? It does go in a different direction, okay. right? It's a very yes. different. Okay. And the thing is, is it's in the zeitgeist. Everyone's talking about it. It's true. Yes. Gender. It's out there, you guys. <laughs> we all have some, or we don't. <laughs> huh? Huh? Come on. Also, I, I'm tired of talking about my kid. Like, I just oh, yeah. want a life. I want a life on stage where I'm not a mother. Right, right. Know? And for just some material. Do you know who's excited about that, too? Your Who? kid. <laughs> He's like, could there be an album that isn't about me? It's like, you know, and my dad uh, told me that he was like, you know, you do more than 20 minutes about me. That's my album. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. People, He's not and wrong. I think, rightly feel possessive of the material you make up about them. <laughs> you know? Right. Um, uh, I would I, love to tell you that I was making up material about my father. <laughs> Sadly. Well, uh, not only uh, do I talk too much about my son on stage, but I also forgot to buy him a plane ticket back home. Oh, my God. Uh, that's right. He yes. now lives in Oregon. <laughs> He is now, uh, he's, he's making it weird in yeah, Portland. He, he, uh, <laughs> he's going to be the weirdest kid in, in Portland. Oh, yeah. He, uh, no, I, we're both, was, I thought we were both coming home on uh, Sunday, but mm -hmm. I, I, when I checked the reservation, he's not on it. <laughs> and the flight I'm on is I, sold out. So uh, I would love the idea that he canceled his reservation. <laughs> <laughs> 
That might be possible soon. He <laughs> does hate school. Right, he is 13. So, yes. and, and he does, did he get to bring his iPad? Yeah, he did. He's, he's oh. nonstop drawing and stuff, yeah. Right, right. And you're like, well, if I'm with you, then you can bring the iPad. Because yeah. he can't bring it to school, right? He can't no, bring it. No, not at all. No, yeah. no, no. So yeah. It's in the house uh, always. And yes. then with you for this holiday. Yeah. Yes. How was your holiday, Thanksgiving? It was fine. How was yours? Um, wow. That's it, huh? <laughs> well, it's such a close, loving family. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> You know, I hung out with some cousins. I, I don't have crazy stories. They're not yeah. Armenians. They're normal. And uh, so <laughs> nothing batshit or insane happened. Oh, well, congratulations. <laughs> so uh, we just went over and uh, I got to pet some dogs. Uh, always pleased to get to pet some dogs at somebody else's house. Yeah. I actually, I tweeted a thing that said, if I ever get a dog, I'm naming it FOMO. Uh -huh. And I almost burst into tears uh, because I've never had a dog and I want a fucking dog You've so bad. You've never had a dog? No, no. Oh, I used to do a joke about how I wanted the dog so bad that when I was nine, I wanted to be blind so I could have a dog. <laughs> and I told my parents, and this is true, so actually. be forced to have a dog. Right, and I told Nancy and my dad that, and they laughed and laughed and said, well, we still wouldn't get you a dog. We'd, we'd get you a stick. You could name the stick. That's what Nancy Cation told me. You could oh. name the stick. <laughs> if, if you were Eliza Schlesinger's feature, you could hold her dog during her set. I've held Karen Rontowski's <laughs> dog sometimes during yeah. her set. That was actually quite fun. Karen Rontowski has a little papillon named Courage. Huh? Courage! That's right, that's what that dog gives her. It gives her the courage to keep getting up in the morning instead of calling it. Welcome to and a podcast where we talk about other people's dogs. <laughs> um, no reason not to. So much drama, so much drama in stand-up comedy. You guys, uh, who was I talking to? Oh, I know, when I checked into the hotel today, yeah. here in Bend, right. uh, the guy, he was like, what are you doing here? Uh, I'm like, what are you, the police? You got a nose problem? <laughs> anyway. I, and well, I get the, is there organ trafficking at our hotel? Because he seems shocked that we were checking in in both instances. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Uh, well, he, but he was like, you do stand-up comedy. Then there was a long pause. And then he goes, you know, there's a lot of stand-up comedy I don't like. There oh are God. men. There's a lot of male comics I don't like. Oh, he said then, male comics? Yeah. And oh, then he okay. said, there's a lot of female comics I don't like. And I said, yeah, it's stand-up comedy. There's going to be a whole spectrum. And, and he made the gesture to the right and then the gesture to the left. And I was like, those people in the middle, those are the comics you're going to enjoy, perhaps. Is he, did you invite him to the show tonight? He's here. No, he isn't. Oh. I have no idea. He lied to me and told me he would come. No, I have no idea. It's, um, please don't say you're going to come. If you, and please don't ask about it if you have no intention. That's, that's my plea. Right. Right. Okay, so wait. Two things today that happened. Um, first is... Um, I guess Louis did a joke about in Israel about Auschwitz, right? CK? Uh, yes. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I like so there's a there's a headline uh, Louis CK tells uh, Israeli audience he likes he would prefer he prefers Auschwitz to New York City, which of course is like what? <laughs> and then you read it and it's part of a joke. And so you can't you can't report a joke as if it's a conversation and news, right? You know what right. I mean? Like it's just uh, it, clickbait. It, it well, it, it's also like with me, you could say, you know, not that I, if I was ever famous enough to be right misinterpreted, <laughs> you know, Lori Kilmartin wants to drown her son. Right? It's like no, I that's, love that. I bit. mean, yes, but that it's no. <laughs> Because it's part of a joke, right? Right. So right, right. it's so it's it, and everyone's responding to it like he actually 
here's think Auschwitz here's what is preferable. I w- here's what I want to know. Uh, oh, just quick question about it. Go well, for, go well, for it. Let's yeah. just talk about how comfortable you made yourself during an Auschwitz discussion. <laughs> when That's I think about Auschwitz, I think, let's put my feet up. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, but, and not not defending him at all. I'm just saying, like, in general, you can't report on jokes as if someone's having a conversation and, and telling an audience of people something when actually they're performing. It's so weird. Israel w- is would booking you say, CK? What? Israel is booking CK? They That's are. the weird thing. Would you say <laughs> Tony Bennett told an audience that he wants them to fly him to the moon? Like, <laughs> no. He fucking sang a song with that lyric, okay? <laughs> so a comic is telling, wor- saying words with jo- jokes with words in them. <laughs> I know. It's so weird. My big thing about CK is, is the joke anywhere near fucking done? Or do we just Who have to knows? listen to a premise? I don't know. He might have been riffing. But it's, it's, it's uh, I mean, that, this is his personal hell where everything he says is going to be transcribed as if it's a final... Final and word. And you know then, why? Why? Because he never processed the fuck. Wit- oh, he deserves fuck it wittiness. totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like if he would have processed his own actions, yeah, then everyone would be like, "Oh my God, he's so woke." Yes. Uh, but nope. Now he gets to have every incel shitbag in the whole wide world be his fan. I, and, we uh, we need to have a sex offender understand what they did and come full circle. But maybe that's not possible. You know well, what I mean? So far, no. Okay. <laughs> I don't know well, if you've seen our podcast is over. This is what our main <laughs> mission was, and I guess it won't it's happen. Worm people roam free. They roam <laughs> free. And it's every but rock in this fucking country is turned over. That leads to this other story today where Pete Davidson... Oh, and that by guy. The way, first of all, Pete Davidson, to me, okay, the, he, I met him once. He was so nice to me. So I was <laughs> like, already there's nothing he can do that's wrong. I'm so easy to buy. Right. And then I couldn't pick him out of a lineup. His name is Pete Davidson. Is he a white guy? Yeah, Jackie, okay. he's on SNL. Yes. Is he? Is he on SNL? I've yes. never watched an entire episode. Could you participate in, in our my industry own for one fucking no. day? No, I only want to just do this with the it. Anyway, okay. go. Okay. I don't even know what you said, and no one else does. <laughs> <laughs> Judge not. So, anyway, so Pete Davidson. So, and as someone in our text thread we were talking about it pointed out, he has, you know, said he has bipolar disorder. Okay. And that leads to paranoia, and that leads to maybe this action he took, which is he's making people that are come to s- coming to see his show print out a non-disclosure agreement and sign it. And if they mention the show or any joke he did afterwards on social media, he can sue them for a million dollars. <laughs> Which part and of me is like, yes, Pete. <laughs> yes, that's Got right. That's stuff. how you protect your fucking material till you're done with it, right? Is anyone coming to the shows? I don't know, but that's a crazy thing to ask. Right. Here's what he might want to... He said because of his bipolarness and his paranoia, right. the action that he... He might have taken this action because of it. I yes. thought you were going to say, seen a psychiatrist about adjusting his meds. There's an idea. Hey, dum-dum. You're a grown-up man. Grown-up man. Go to the doctor. Uh, He's only 25. Oh, so he's almost a grown-up man. (laughs) Wait a minute. Here's the thing. He has a soft spot (laughs) in my heart because he dated a woman 25 years his senior. And to me, that... Oh, my God. I was not... Yes. Any guy that does that can commit murder, and I will be their alibi. Again, he needs his meds adjusted. Maybe I need some meds. (laughs) (laughs) 
Everybody who's dating 25 years in either direction is creeping me out. Anyway. No, in that case, it's bucket lists on both ends, right? Well, the 25-year-old's like, and, and it came Did back you ever sleep with an old person? Um, no. I mean, okay. I masturbated today, so yeah, I guess, <laughs> but... Well, but no. Bam! <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, so his, so it's Kate Beckinsale. He's like in her late 40s and it looks amazing. But still, that's a thing like, wow, I want to, it's like some mom stuff. And if you're that age and you're going that young, that's just like, I want to get fucked hard for many times a day as long as I can. Right? So for both of them, it was like I a little I love that dream. you just go, right? Right? That's what we all want. <laughs> no. No, none of us want that. Um, it's uh, age-appropriate cuddling. And then a hot, hot dick. Yes. All right. But it doesn't have to be uh, super young. Well, you know what? I'm not married. You could let me have my fantasy. You can have your fantasy, which is of that guy and Kate Beckinsale. <laughs> which seems to be your fantasy is weird. No, um, I'm just saying, I appreciate the spirit of a 25-year-old man who <laughs> dates way that? the fuck up. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, maybe we can figure out... Um, yeah. I, do, I do, don't want any 25-year-old <laughs> comics. No, 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 not a comic. No. No, I could probably hook you up with an IT guy. Is that no, something? No, 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 no. But Have I like that Kate Beckinsale <laughs> is dating the young comics so that we don't have to. Oh, that's true. Yes. Yeah, that is true. So you've got to save other comics from male comics. Um, yeah, comics should not date. I mean, it's, it's a hard thing when comics date comics. Well, okay, so are you going into that story? About? About the comic who complained about a female comic. Oh, that guy. Yes. Oh, fuck that guy. Jackie's going to write the name. To, Don't, no, not fuck that guy. No, no. He was, he's very nice to me. <laughs> he never remembers my name. Anyway, so here's what happens is, so the guy yeah. uh, on his podcast loses his shit about this woman's tweet. <laughs> okay? So this woman does a tweet where she says, headliners who bring features on the road should not have sex with them. Uh, and that was the whole thing. Didn't say male headliners, didn't say anybody headliner, just said, uh, and so he said, here, pass this around, these are two names. Sorry, the front row has to do a little work here. Yeah, first row. So here's the thing. So, uh, and then he said, fucking bitches, man, she's such a twat. Did you hear what she, no, he called he said, her? No, talk, talk about your twat. Talk about your twat I mean, it's for not another much better. <laughs> right. It's not much well, better. Yeah, you quote what he said. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. I'd love to weigh in, but my, my son's father was my feature act. So <laughs> I feel like anything I but say would be complete. But it was consensual, right? It was. It was. There you go. Yes. And, and, and a terrible idea. But yeah. It, but I think that, and I know that women comics do it as well. Yes. And it's, and it's, but the power dynamic, when you are the headliner and you're featuring your MC, you're like, oh, look at that youth. I'm going to get that all over my right, body. Right, right. And uh, well, so. Well, I, I think when you're, a fe when you're a female that needs to be taken out, like on tour and yeah. ha have somebody help you out, you're sort of in a more vulnerable vulnerable place than a male who's also hoping for the same thing from a female well, headliner. Like, well, except for the fact is, I know that, like, uh, like, um, like I, I go out with Brian Regan 
he has n- never in his whole entire life ever right. hit on me. And the first couple of times that I went on the road with him, he brought his kids and his nanny so that I would feel safe. Because <laughs> he's the that's, nicest man on the planet. Sweet. Yes. But the and nanny hit on you, which was very Very weird. Yeah. And the children. <laughs> but they just wanted candy. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, nobody hit on me. But the thing is, is like, and I know there are famous women comics who book, um, who who have men who open for them. Yeah, right. And I don't think that they're um, that they're sleeping with with the the guys. Sure. Is well, it is it know, is is she sleeping? It, it's it's uh, a possibly potentially incendiary tweet because it was very ge- general and some and when people are grownups they and comics do want to fuck other comics because it's the, you know you just you're in such this weird world it's like oh this guy has something in common with me where he's not going to tell me not to go out and do spots tonight unless he's that kind of a male comic then right. then you marry him but uh, <laughs> Oh, interesting. Really? Right. No, I don't think that they have. Oh, se- okay. They don't have sex. Give me one of those pieces of paper back. Uh, uh, we need. We need the paper. Blank, we need that one back. A blank piece of paper. Yes. Um, yeah, that'd be great if you could unta- untangle one of the cords. Thank you. The audience is really very helpful. The audience Thank is you checking so out. We appreciate it. It's Thank very you very much. Nice. And uh, yeah, so I mean, the thing is, is, is women comics, uh, women headliners have male openers as well. And I don't think there's a lot of uh, people sleeping with other people, you know? Who knows? And it, it, I guess the, 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 the bigger story is the rea- overreaction to what oh, she right. said. Oh, right. Um, overreaction to what that guy said. Yeah. And it's because he talks to himself every Monday morning for an hour. Jackie, you're really getting close to <laughs> identification. To naming him? Don't, don't. Oh, I don't, ha- I don't care. But the Here's thing, a, but I but do. I, and I won't. But the thing is, is, is I don't, like, I shouldn't have a podcast. You're here right. to essentially a soundboard to go, Jesus Christ, don't blow up your yeah, career. Yeah, calm down. Right, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, I've almost gone down many roads and you give me a dirty look and then I shut up, right? So right. It, 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 it's never, I, there's a, a lot of comics where this applies to where it's not healthy to be talking into a mic with no feedback from anybody else. I, right. And it, and it can lead you down a certain place that maybe you wouldn't have gone had you seen someone's eyebrows raise. <laughs> <laughs> right. If you had done it in front of a live, like, that's, stand-up is such a live audience. Yeah. You know, when you try a bit and there's dead silence, you're like, oh. Yeah. Maybe I should reconsider this right, topic. Right, right, right. You don't know. <laughs> so, so if you're alone in a room podcasting and it's always going to be dead silence, now you can't tell a good dead silence from a bad one because that's all you have, right? right. An instructive right. one. So, I don't know. It's, I don't it's even a, know why I'd want to talk without an audience. But like well, I sometimes do feel like you forget that I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I know that you have a better time when Kyle is here. So there you go. That's not true at all. <laughs> hey, I love my little Jackie. Here's what I would like to do is I yes. would like to take a break for Max FunCon. Okay. What do you think of that? Yeah. All right. Come back. Okay. We interrupt the podcast you're listening to to tell you about another podcast. That's right. We got this with Mark and Hal. That's correct, Mark. This is Hal. We do the hard work for you, settling all of the meaningless arguments you have with your friends. So tune in every week on the Maximum Fun Network for We Got This with Mark and Hal. And all your questions will be asked and answered. You're welcome. All right. That's enough of that. We got this. 
We're back. What's next? Okay. <laughs> so wait, so didn't you have a bunch of shows in with Maria? Oh, I did. I tell, did Philadelphia. Tell, tell. I did Boston and Philadelphia and something else. Maybe. I don't know. No, it wasn't. It was, I don't care. It was a lot of places. Here was, oh, here's a name. If I get one of those pieces of paper back, I can add a name to it. Because here's the thing. There was a guy who, um, I was super sad. Yeah. That, um, and I I haven't seen him since um, 2003. Right. And he said to me in 2003 that I wasn't a real comic. And granted, I had only been doing comedy then since for 20 years. <laughs> so it was important. It's year 21 when it really starts it's to 21 coalesce. is when you start yes. to really get to headline yes. or something. And I, and I had just, it was, it was right after my half hour special. And he was uh, working. Jesus. Wait, he was working in the it? same town. And get this. Oh, really? Get, yeah, yeah. And so That's shitty. I, well, right. And I couldn't talk to him. Um, because I, uh, it turns out I still care that he said that. Yeah. And, uh, but here's, here's the crazy thing. He doesn't sell merch. He sells meet and greets. What? Yeah, that's the correct response. (laughs) 60 bucks to stand next to him and get a poster and get a picture. And maybe he signs the poster, I assume. We only charge 50. That's amazing. That's so weird. That is amazing, isn't it? (laughs) Isn't it amazing? Wow. uh, Right, I was like, gutsy stuff, man. Wait, under what? How did he tell you you weren't a real comic? I don't understand how that uh, conversation starts. It was a terrible conversation where we were... uh, uh, I had an opinion about a famous comic. Yeah. And he said, because I didn't like this guy. Oh. <laughs> uh, I wasn't a real comic because I'd never played Madison Square Garden okay. and Carnegie right. Hall and, and uh, the what, improvs. Was he perhaps or joking or No, being, no. Oh. Okay. No, he was, it was a 45-minute conversation. Wow. It was okay. a long, long conversation okay. <laughs> for someone who literally could not, was not nice. And yeah. the thing is, is this was almost 20 years ago, right? Right, so 20, right. 2003. Okay. Uh, 16, long time ago. Yeah. He has, c- supposedly, the guy who said this to me is a much nicer man now. Yeah. He has mellowed with age. He is a better person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> and uh, You shouldn't. Hold every grudge. That's what I say. <laughs> well, That's what I like tell Mary my son. Mary Poppins. What? Anyway, <laughs> is that Sound of Music? What is that? <laughs> Hold every grudge. Anyway, so... <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> but I, I will say this, is that I'm probably wrong, and I shouldn't hold this grudge. Right. But it doesn't... I'm, I'm, that's why I don't name him, is because he's probably a better person now, and he's not being such but, a shitbag to humans. No, but Jackie, you don't drink anymore, right? I, not at this time. Like I you, will tell you something, Bend. Uh, I was over at your very nice, uh, tiny uh, thousands of beer places across the street, <laughs> and a stranger was like, you got to try, uh, try one of these, one of those seven. You gotta try one of those seven beers. You can try all those seven beers. Seven again, the number seven? Again, the seven what beers. The fuck? It was is a Is this a mystical place? <laughs> or a hellmouth. Anyway, so <laughs> it's a hellmouth for REI. Anyway, so it's a Subaru hotbed. Uh, <laughs> there's a you know that the hotel art in my in my hotel room is a bicycle, uh, is a bike wheel. Wow. It's a fucking bike wheel. Mine is jizz on the wall. It's pretty. Did you bring blacklight again? <laughs> Don't bring blacklight into That's the how red I write. lion. 
Here's my anyway. point. You don't drink, right? right? You don't have much. So, <laughs> but you have grudges, okay? So oh, you don't have to I give up your them? grudges. <laughs> yes, that's all you have left, Jackie. Just nurse my grudges. You can't drink. You can't do drugs. You have a husband, okay? I will you tell can't... you this. My grandmother, who died when she was a little over 100. Oh, my God. Uh, she had grudges until her very last day. They keep you she... alive. Interesting. That so many Jews that survived the Holocaust, they fucking hunted Nazis until they were in their hundreds because that, that fucking anger kept them alive, okay? Oh, all right. So, all right. yes, nursing, wow. keep and it going. And we're back to CK. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> exactly finally um yeah uh yeah so we but we did uh i did in boston so here's so we did great shows maria did not bring any merch so i sold a thousand dollars in merch over three shows man which was banana land and uh exciting yes and uh quite that's a lot i tipped well yeah. Uh, so you'll be happy to know. But uh, then, uh, and then we went uh, to Philly, where uh, and her husband Scott was with her, uh-huh. and um, I had the greatest sandwich I've ever had in my life. If you ever yeah. go to Philadelphia, it's not a cheesesteak. I don't care about cheese whiz. I don't want any part of it. But they had something called a pulled pork sandwich with broccoli rab on it. And rab has an E. So there you go. Look that up. Ram like uh, the band? R-E-M? Uh, no, no, not REM. R-A-B-E. R-A-B-E? R-A-B-E? Yeah, because okay. boy. Rabe? Yeah, like Rabe, but okay. it's pronounced Rab. Is it? It shouldn't be. They're doing it wrong. Well, let's sum it up. But here's so, what I have to say. It was all in a, in a terminal, something called, uh, like an old train station. Yeah. That turned into one of those places where you go and get a thousand sandwiches. And I sat next to a guy in Phil- at, at, at the counter. I was told to go to this one place for this one sandwich, Denix. So I go and I sit at the counter and there's a guy sitting next to me. And I was looking at the menu and I was like, is that the whole menu? And he's like, you're getting the pulled pork with the, Denix, with the, with the broccoli rab on it. And I was like, am I? And he goes, yeah. And uh, he went back to eating his sandwich. And then... Uh, Jackie, you're so easily dominated. That's well, amazing. When I it didn't comes think to, you were like that. Uh, 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 I'm a bottom. <laughs> oh, you've been yeah, identified you as a was, bottom. Yeah, you forgot that I was a bottom. <laughs> anyway, so... Uh, and, uh, <laughs> nice callback, kid. <laughs> All right. And so... A <laughs> little bit of an applause break back there. Good for you. All right. Uh, you could be the comic of the week. Wait a minute. Should we do the comic of the week? Oh, yeah, what time is it? I don't know. How uh, much time have we done? Oh, sorry, I have to enter a password. Yeah, no, yeah. We've only, we're at 26. No. That seems good. You want to wait three minutes? Yes. Okay. Uh, so anyway. Tell the story. Tell the story about, so he goes, he finishes his broccoli and pulled pork sandwich and goes away. We talk for a heartbeat. It was a lovely conversation. He goes away. All of a sudden, he's right behind me. <laughs> right, like he was gone. It was yeah. empty. There was nothing happening. All of a sudden, right fucking behind me. And he goes, you're getting a cannoli too, right? And uh, I was like, <laughs> well, where am I getting it? I was told to get a cannoli. I don't know where. And he's like, it's right down there. It's called Travolis or something like that. And uh, so then I went and I got a cannoli. Here's the thing. I don't think I've ever had a decent cannoli in my life. I've had mediocre cannolis my whole life. Go to Philadelphia, a destination cannoli. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I've it's never amazing. had a cannoli, but I know that they were uh, thrown from a, the car in The Godfather. 
No, no, don't forget the cannoli. Oh, no, oh, yeah, that's right. You had to get the cannoli. Sorry. <laughs> um, Let me tell you something. You're watching the Jackie and Lori show, which uh, is uh, obviously a big part of the Godfather legacy. <laughs> I've, I've never seen the second movie, Godfather 2. Oh, it's really good. That's what I hear. Three goes off the rails, but Andy Garcia is in it. Uh, I don't want any part. Uh, I saw the first one finally because yeah. all of my brothers love The Godfather. So at the end of the first Godfather, there's that long shot where somebody kisses his ring, and I'm like, oh, he just lied to her and said he wasn't. This is this relationship isn't going to work out. Oh, and you so, saw the end, the closing shot first. I saw the closing shot of the first Godfather, oh, I see. and yeah. so decided not to watch the second Godfather. And I was like, "Well, these assholes, this isn't going to work out well." And uh, and then I saw a lot. Do of not the, watch The Irishman. Do not. Yeah. I don't want any part of The Irishman. Oh, really? I started yeah. it. Well, why wouldn't you? <laughs> it had the word Irish in oh, it. Oh, that's true. And uh, <laughs> what uh, I understand, it's seven hours long. Three and a half, and uh, De Niro plays an Irishman. Already, I'm, you've lost me. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, I, I think it's good. I just Spanish, it. right? Yeah. He's the black Irishman. He's Spanish-Irish. Uh, no, no. That, uh, no. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's Italian. Incorrect. Right. Oh, does he play an Italian in the Irish? No, no, no. De Niro's Italian. No, no, I know, but he's an actor. So yeah, maybe I, he plays a black... Maybe I he swear, plays a black I will Irishman. leave. I will leave. <laughs> You can't you don't need me. We're at 30 minutes. Let's talk about our comic of the week. Yeah. There you go. Do it. Our comic of the week is Elaine Johnson. She uh, she opened for us earlier tonight. Local favorite Elaine Johnson. That's Why right. Not? As far as we can tell, she's not on Twitter, though. <laughs> right. What the hell is your Twitter feed, Johnson? No. What? what why do you have to run? Oh, fair enough. Oh, hi, Elaine. E-L-A-I-N-E, yeah. e -E, right? Okay, all right, cool. Right on. As in O-O-H-I? Huh. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the line reading. I appreciate that, Elaine. <laughs> She's going to need to spell it for me later. I'm just saying, Kyle, find it. Okay. So we did it. And you know what? Is it too soon to do another Max Fun Break? Let's no, just yeah, put them right is. next to each other. Uh, it no? is too soon. All right. Let's talk about... Okay, uh, on America's America's Got Talent with oh uh, right. So Gabrielle Union was quit. America's no, she Got was Talent. let go. Oh, was she let go. She was let go. She uh, oh she, she piped point, up. She point she piped up about a lot of stuff, but the comedy related things. She she uh, I guess Leno was doing some interstitials or something, and um, he made a. I forget exactly. There's a picture of a bunch of dogs, and he says something like, oh, it's a Korean restaurant menu or something like right, that. Right, because he's still writing. <laughs> and it's like the hackiest Yeah, yeah, joke it's been covered. World, it's right? been covered since 1952. And you can't... Anyway. You can't... Also, not only is it hacky, it's like there's a, there's a, tr uh, there's a trillion Asian Americans watching America's Got, uh, has got Talent, so you, you just don't do that shit. I mean, it's... Comedy on shows like that, it's very, It's very, hacky it's and it's jackassy. No, but the, that one was. But I'm saying when you're doing comedy on those shows, it's very bland on oh, purpose, right? right. right? Mm -hmm. And uh, so she had, she, I, th I don't know what her, the way it was presented in an article is she said, I find this offensive and kind of, and um, I, I think you could have just said, oh, that's not going to play with our audience. And they would have yanked it, you know? And I, 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 I don't know if, if how she was portraying the article as exactly correct, but 
I never think you should say, I find that offensive to a comic. Because well, that makes a comic go, really? <laughs> <laughs> and get excited. You right. know? Like, um, I, I, think, I think there's a different way to say it where well, she people's had feelings are irritated them. I know, I know. With the tra- like, like yes. they, were, they were a bunch of drag performers, I guess, and she would ask them what their, their pronouns were. She right. was like, what, what are your preferred pronouns? And I guess uh, Simon Cowell That irritated and those guys, producers. Yeah, people were like, what are you asking them for? Well, I don't know. I wanted to know, and because uh, she, she's not a piece of work. Yeah. Anyway, but um, but yeah. So, but she stood up on for for several different situations several re- in the article. Yeah. And the comedy related one was she just said, but the thing is, is to say that it's offensive, is I mean maybe she like she doesn't do stand up. No. No, no. Whenever, yeah, it, you, if you, I tweeted She doesn't this, know it, that that's going to light him on fire. Yes, you got to use the word hacky. Into him. You yeah. got to use the word hacky because then comics are like, oh my. For some reason, that's the one that stabs us <laughs> in the heart. But right. offensive, it always sounds like it's it's more about the person saying it than it's about your joke. But hacky does feel like it's a, an attack on your creativity. I so have. That's yeah. always the way to get a comic. And yeah. I don't know why I would tell you that, but um, <laughs> right. And I don't know why I would tell you this. Is when I was in college, I used to play hacky sack, and they called me Jack the Hack. Oh, wow. And when I started doing stand-up comedy, I was like, you have to stop calling me that. <laughs> and I have two friends from college who play hacky sack with me to this day who are like, hey, Jack the Hack. And I was like, you can't. No, Shh. no. Shh. <laughs> quiet time. Quiet time. <laughs> Don't say it in front of anybody who knows anything about stand-up because it'll... Sound like I'm a bad stand-up comic, comic, and I obviously have some issues, and maybe I should get my meds adjust, adjusted. <laughs> Call back. Well, you're you're full of medical advice for everybody, it including turns yourself. Out my medical degree is in political science. You know what I? <laughs> what did happen at Thanksgiving is my ten-year-old, my cousin's son is ten, and he wants to be a stand-up comic. Oh my God! And he started asking me questions that were were pretty um, well constructed about jokes oh, okay. and how I come up with them and what happens when they don't work. And uh, I was very enthusiastic and I and uh, <laughs> positive. And his oh, mom wow. got angry. What just happened? <laughs> you were enthusiastic and positive. Yeah. yeah. It can happen, you guys. It can happen right in front of you. Well, why wouldn't I encourage a young white male into comedy? You know, it tends to work out for those guys. And this so. is an excellent transition. That's right. Maybe the, he'll have me open on the road for him, and we're related, so there's no fucking weird stuff's going to happen. Right. Exactly. Did you see Kira Sultanovich's son? I did. Got up on stage at the Laugh Factory. Was right. that where he got up? During the Thanksgiving shows, I think. Right. And yeah. did, did, did some time. Kira Sultanovich, you ever get a chance to see her? She's great. I bet her son isn't. No, but that's because... What? Come on. First time up. He's <laughs> 10. You're right. And uh, <laughs> my... See? I'm right. My okay. kid, because I do comedy, thinks comedy's lame. Right. Which I'm fine with him thinking, and he might be right. Who knows? Uh, my favorite thing here said, my entire family likes to say this, you know, I really like stand-up comedy. <laughs> and I, then I say back, I don't really like whatever money laundering thing you're in. <laughs> and then we stop talking to each other for a second. And then you, we go get Greek food. You are anyway, in the mafia. Uh, <laughs> not it. Um, do, do you want to... What? Go ahead. 
oh, there's this other thing that happened a couple weeks ago that we forgot to talk about. Oh, was right. This uh, this woman owns a club. I forget what's, what... She owns a tiny theater. It's in Miss Massachusetts, right? It's kind of outside of Boston, right? I think so, yeah. And uh, it's not a stand-up theater. It's a, it's more Just improv. Just a black box yeah, improv. Yeah. So there was a stand-up show going on, and she didn't like the jokes that the guy comics were telling. Right, so she owned the space, and she booked someone to put a stand-up show there. So she didn't book the comics. She just booked one person to produce a show. Right. And then that person picked five comics, and three of them were, I guess, a uh, little hacky. Yes. <laughs> Not offensive. Hacky. Not offensive at all. <laughs> Turns out, giant fucking hacks. Well, anyway. I, we don't know. We don't we, know, because it's, it, it's hard to say, and, and it's all... Anytime you read a joke, it, it you also have to who's performing it. And a, a lot of things come into play, you know. Don't sure. You think? So they can. I mean, the thing is, is is, is the thing. Like, I can imagine Jay Leno telling the Korean joke, and I'm like, oh, all right, I, this is a piece of shit joke. Like, I can put it all together in my head. But what she, you know, the joke she was uh, objecting to, it was like. Uh, it depends. Like, I could see someone But like, I think it was, like, the fifth or sixth one. Like, her and it was the third comic in a row. I would say... She was just done. She yeah. was, which is totally her right to do. Right. I, I would say if that was me, I would just not book them back if I didn't like them. <laughs> right. I wouldn't cut the mic during the show. Right. That's so, yeah, that's what she did. And there were only four people in the audience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I've was, had... Here's the thing, like I, I I understand that feeling of I own this room, so I'm gonna do what I want, which I which is cool. Yeah. You're allowed to. Um, but also I've had uh, I've had it the mic cut on me because someone found me offensive. I, I did I was working in Anchorage, um, like in the early nineties, and I had one joke about sales clerks at Nordstrom's. And <laughs> I see already the wait, controversy. Well so <laughs> So a lady who worked at Nordstrom's was, oh, shit. was at the show, yeah, yeah. and she's like, I love that joke. Will you do 30 minutes at our corporate event, a Nordstrom's corporate event? <laughs> and I guess she thought and I you had... you said yes? Of course I did. <laughs> it, Jackie's $150. I mean, please. All right. And I guess she thought I would have 30 minutes on sales clerks at Nordstrom's, but I just had that one joke. So I just did my regular set because she'd seen it at the club and she cut the mic after, maybe like after the first blowjob joke and then, um, <laughs> then apologized for my set. And um, Was it one of your first corporates? It was, was my it? first ever corporate. I oh had my no God, idea. that'll do it. You I just no saw idea. an audience. And, they, uh, and also, there were a lot of Mormons work. It was like, it was a, it was a perfect <laughs> storm. Um, <laughs> It was like a Mormon uh, you know, workforce at Nordstrom's in, in Anchorage, Alaska. And <laughs> wow, you couldn't make that up. But I, I will tell you a couple of sales people that were, uh, I would, you know, in retrospect, say probably gay, were like, that was great. They loved it, right? Right. But they couldn't say anything in front of her, so they like they would sneak up to me and go, There's nice like, work, nice yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. One of the first corporates I ever did that was a fancy corporate was for a video game company named Firaxis. They made uh, Spore and Civilization. Like these right. giant... Right, yes, You're yes, familiar. I'm very You're familiar, familiar with. I know you And are. fascinated by and excited. <laughs> 
to hear. Back in the 12th century, I used to do a joke on Comedy Central about Final Fantasy Legend. They saw that one joke, and they said, will you do 40 minutes? And uh, I was like, you know, I just have that one joke <laughs> about video games. The rest of it is mostly about my father's sales career. <laughs> and, uh, and then I've got some dog jokes. Yeah. And, um, and they were like, yeah, no, I'm sure it's going to be great. So I showed up. They didn't even give me a free copy of the game. Wow. I know it. I know it. I did the set. They paid me $3,000. Oh, my God. But they were, it was crickets, man. I did get a couple of nerds come up to me afterwards and go, I liked you anyway. But it was a little bit of that sneaking up and going, <laughs> no, no, you were good. You were good. And I'm yeah. like, hmm. You were wrong. And uh, <laughs> I was performing in Baltimore over the Orioles uh, playing field. What this, do you mean? Were you hovering? What do you, I uh, don't understand. There was some sort of like restaurant-y kind of club thing. Oh, overlooking it. That was it. overlooking it. Okay. And it was all fancy. And I walked in and I was like, oh my God, uh, I am doomed. And I too had a couple of dick jokes that nobody wanted to hear uh, at their corporate event. Here's the thing. If you're booking a corporate event, please do not, uh, please tell the person that you, Wow. Wow, do you got to use your words. But but here's the thing. I mean, you look back, half these corporations have men that are like sexually harassing women, but you bring a female comic and she can't be blue, you know? Right. They don't want anybody to be even yeah. pretend blue. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, the, sh the show's... Uh, Let's see. Um, uh, there was a show I did the other night yeah. at the Improv in Hollywood, and there and my my name was on the marquee. Oh, next to Bill Burr's with Bill Burr's. Yes, and, that was uh, nice. And I was on the opposite marquee because I thought I was you at were at the, the lab. lab. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we had different uh, audience experiences that night. Right, and but I think because I was not on a show with Bill Burr, he was on the show after mine. Oh, okay. I was on a show with uh, Caitlin Gill and Deb D. Giovanni mm -hmm. and other great comics, but. Nice. Uh, there was a guy in the second row who was clearly waiting for Bill Burr. Uh, <laughs> I was like, dude, he's not coming. And uh, I'm just going to do these so jokes. he's on the get... 10 o'clock and you guys are on the I was the on eight? the 8, okay. yeah. And I was, I was literally opening the 8 because I was flying here the next... I think it was Wednesday night, the day before Thanksgiving. So... Um, uh, and that was already was, two days ago. You have no idea where I'm you are. I have no idea where I am. Yeah. I know where I'm right now, but that was, it's all a blur. I was only home for one day. Like my flight, they were offering, get this, on Delta, $400 the, on Sunday if I would stay overnight and come back on, mon on Monday, if wow. I would stay overnight and come back on Tuesday. You should have asked for diamond status. I almost did. I was like, but I'm diamond. No, I did not say that. But, but she I lost her diamond this year. I'm going to lose. They I'm really, not going to be diamond next if year. If they really wanted you, that you should have said, give me my diamond back. I would like to be Delta One. Anyway, uh, I don't know what I want, but I want to travel less and make more money. Is, uh, how about that? Don't, that isn't that good. what we all want? Doesn't that, just, that sound like the way to go? I'm still depressed that I'll never work those clubs. That, here's the thing. That what the guy said, I didn't sell enough tickets at one club, so I can't work four. He yeah. also he has a ticketing agency company. Yep. So he that and I just was posting my um, I'm at Dr. Grins in Grand Rapids. Sure. Right oh, yeah, after Christmas, if you guys are in Michigan, and uh, <laughs> but I was so I was posting the link to the tickets. It's run by the guy who who yeah. owns these other clubs. So this guy's gonna know. He, 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 yeah, it makes he, me angry that he's going to have all this information about comedians, not just me, but all of us, if we're selling at these other clubs that even, uh, don't have anything to do with his club. He could say, you can't work this club because 
you didn't sell him tickets at that club that I have nothing to do with, but I since I he run the ticket agent. He not only can say that, he does say that. He does, yeah. Because he what he did is it he sold like a like ticket master thing yeah. to a bunch of different clubs, and it was fine, uh, except for that it's, it's he gets all that data. Like, I know club owners who won't sell to him. Oh, like, really? Yeah, yeah. There's two clubs that, that That's won't. it, just two. Well, the two, remember, I don't work for the big chains. Right, right, So yeah. uh, the the big, I don't know if the big chains use his thing, but yeah. it's, um, yeah, the, the, I mean, he uses that sort of against us, and it isn't, um, it isn't, it, it isn't cool. I just want to do stand-up, right? No, I know, and I, and I don't want, because I didn't sell a lot of tickets in Philly, I can't work in... Michigan. Michigan. What the fuck? Yeah. Right, right. Ooh, by the way, uh, I should probably, as long as we're plugging plug gigs, if anyone knows anyone in Minnesota or Wisconsin, I'm doing uh, Acme the week of the 10th, and I'm doing Madison, Wisconsin, uh, the 2021st. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's very exciting. Then I'm doing Vermont and, um, and Zanies in Chicago in January. So good times. I have now officially <laughs> is, plugged my calendar. The, the least effective marketing is to tell people in one state that you're going to be working five to ten states away. No, but I know. We have to do it. Other people are listening. I'm at Zanies <laughs> on New Year's Eve. That's but I right. know you guys are uh, zoning out right now. You're, you're not like, making congratulations. plans. You're not. Uh, I'm not even related to anyone there. <laughs> Everyone I know is in Montana driving another Subaru. What? Uh, what? Same? Same? That's are you guys are from Montana? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Are you guys visiting? Or are you? Kind of. Us three are. Oh, okay. okay. There you go. Oh, nice. Do, do, do you all live in Bend? Yeah. All right. No. Some of you do. Some of you don't. It's almost like you're individuals. Good for me. <laughs> all right. I can be taught. Simple. Let's do, uh, your, your let's do another work ends in you <laughs> questioning yourself. At all times. Allow me uh, to write down some time code for another break. Okay. Welcome back to Fireside Chat on KMAX. With me in studio to take your calls is the dopest duo on the West Coast, Oliver Wong and Morgan Rhodes. Go ahead, caller. Hey, uh, I'm looking for a music podcast that's insightful and thoughtful, but like also helps me discover artists and albums that I've never heard of. Yeah, man. Sounds like you need to listen to Heat Rocks every week. Myself and I'm Morgan Rhodes and my co-host here, Oliver Wong, talk to influential guests about a canonical album that has changed their lives. Guests like Moby, Open Mike Eagle, talking about albums by Prince, Joni Mitchell, and so much more. Yo, what's that show called again? Heat Rocks, deep dives into hot records. Every Thursday on Maximum Fun. Now, let's yeah. talk about the, is it the University of Chicago study? Yeah, University of Chicago study. And it's a quick study, right? Yeah. It is, um, I'm just checking the time. Go ahead. Okay. Let them know. Let them know. We're checking the time. Oh, How long sake. are we done? Uh, we've Where done we 45, at? 27. 45? Let me okay. get the hundreds. <laughs> so at this 15-minute minute mark, let us introduce a very controversial. So the University of Wisconsin, an econ dude there, if I got it right, uh, did a, a study of 55 comedy clubs around the United States. Uh, the headliner, the feature, the MC, uh, which are the paid, the paid road gigs around the country are those three spots. It's not showcase clubs. So he wasn't doing stage time. He was doing paid comics. Right. And it was, and the study was, is how many of those were straight white guys and how many of those were women, people of color, trans, uh, 
11 years old. I yeah. don't know what the well, criteria yeah, they, was. He broke it down to a lot of Yeah, he breaks it down. Categories. And then he lists the 55 clubs that he did. Right. And, it, and the results were nothing that surprised us because we're grinding it out and we're getting, we have work, but there's, you know, there's a lot of comics who don't. We have some work. Right. Yeah, well, we I don't would have like to all work the, the work. Yeah. I would like to work those big chains that are in that. Yeah. There's only like two clubs that I think book me regular every yeah. year that were in those 55. And um, but it was 16% was were women. 16% of the total performers were female. Right. And 6% I think were people of color. Wow. And women, it was, of co- women of color. I uh, I thought it was was it just women of color? Yeah. Okay, and there was some sort of, and for some reason they he broke it down into Middle Eastern, (laughs) um, Asian, Mm -hmm. and then everybody else. Well, what else is there? I don't. Is there another? I don't know, Jackie. There's uh, there's a pile of black (laughs) women comics who are like, what the fuck? Uh, If we can just everybody else, black women comics, Latino. I mean, it was weird. That it, yeah. that it got cut. But so it's a flawed report because it's it's three months, it's fifty-five, it's a it's just a it's a slice of life, right? Right. And people there was some people lost their shit. Yeah. Because um, And all of the people had two things in common. What was they? Uh, penises that were white. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Caucasian dong. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to call the show the Caucasian? <laughs> I have it was just a lot of uh, angry uh, right but my favorite was beloved button pusher Ryan Stout yes which I we love Ryan he's so funny he's a great joke writer and he's, he's really very great contrarian yes and and he uh, uh, he was on the dork forest which is my other podcast and here this sums up Ryan Stout first of all Ryan Stout a couple of years ago, had trouble with his PA agent, yeah, uh, personal appearance agent. So he had to get his own uh, road work for a little bit. Yeah, and I was talking to him about going back to my home club, which is Acme in Minneapolis. And he was like, "Oh, I don't know how to get back in there because um, I lost my PA guy." And I was like, "Oh, well, I can mention you. Why don't I just uh, see what?" And so he's back in with Lewis and Acme, and it's all well and good. good. But the the thing is, because he's a great comic. But here's the thing: is he was on the Dork Forest, and his and the Dork Forest is his. Uh, what it, what you are obsessed with? What do you love? And his dorkdom was traffic court, and he brought in a what? stack like a foot tall because he went to traffic court to explain to the judge that it was a traffic ticket is unconstitutional. Oh no, he's one of those guys. What? He explained that a traffic ticket was unconstitutional. That's Ryan Stout. <laughs> so Ryan Stout he loves to get he get is down a, in the weeds with things. He is yes. a he's a pedant. He's a didactic. <laughs> he's a glorious comic and a good egg, in many ways. But he loves numbers and spreadsheets. And he's like, this is not a valid uh, slice right. of life for this is not a valid study. And he was talking about stage time versus uh, paid spots. Well, I don't know. There, I didn't talk to any female comic who was like, that doesn't seem right. Like we all were like, yeah, sixteen percent feels about right, right. And he. And the thing is, and uh, my favorite was your comment uh, to Ryan at the end of it, which was just, I hope this thread lasts until 2020. <laughs> yeah, uh, because it just he kept, kept responding to <laughs> he me. Kept talking. Anyway, but the, so that, I mean, the study was just the study. It's, it's how many, and it was interesting that this guy looked into uh, MCs and features as well, because that's where usually women comics are put 
there there aren't women headliners. There, there well, women no, there are. They just it, it's clubs will be like, oh, all right, we'll put a woman on, and then it's the MC, and that's it. Like as little time as possible, so our audience doesn't run away. Th- that's the mentality of some guys. So right. They are. They fear uh, a female headliner for. But they. I don't know but but what they know reasons. that they're supposed to book women, so yes. they usually book them in the lower paying gigs. Right. Yes. And um and so, but there's like right now there's just like a, a so many great women comics. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And and a lot of them are getting really good stage time. Did you watch that Sarah Schaefer? Eight minute clip from her Comedy yeah, Central thing. It's great, yeah. It was so funny. It was about, um, and it literally was about conspiracy theories. And um, I haven't heard anybody do sort of why there are conspiracy theories and sort of a history of it. It yeah. was very funny. Sarah yeah. Schaefer, uh, I don't have anywhere to go with that. It's like, it's not like, and now we cut to the clip. I, I, I don't for- have that. I forget comedy bits so quickly. I'm just like, yeah, I like that one, but I could not, I could not break it down or describe it to you. Oh, I can only do that. I can't <laughs> remember people's heads, like their faces yeah. attached to their person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can only, ret- I am like the Dragon Riders of Pern. You, kn- you know, I you're don't familiar know with means. the Dragon Riders of Pern. I'm not, and well, I won't be, and it, I won't have you say those dragons. words to me anymore. <laughs> And you can only remember the dragon's name. You can never remember the rider's name. Mm. I don't know if you remember Falar and Lessa. Anyway, Hold I'll on. be I'm over ch- here. I'm checking reading our time. a book about dragons. Here's what's horrifying: is we have two more live podcasts to do this week, and, and we are already out everything. of our topics. <laughs> you guys Why did we everything? think it, this was a good idea to do three live ones in a row? I don't know, but we should air them all next week. Oh my God. We should drop them all and then do another <laughs> one when we get back to LA. Because and then you'll know why have we done this at all? But we're we're having live audiences and we don't have anything to talk about tomorrow night. Well, maybe we could do other people's material. No, I, I, I forgot to tell you that my brother Russ, who has loved Jay Leno since 1985, okay. has recently been sending me clips of Jay Leno on Letterman. Right. Do you know he that's great on Letterman. Let me tell you that Jay Leno was on Letterman 42 times. Do you know why I know that? Because Russ Cation told me so. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, 42 times. On late night. On late night. He was great. And, and he did... Uh, did you like Today, it? Russ send, sent me a caricature of Jay Leno, essentially. it was The jokes were fine. And, yeah. Uh, but he was wearing... He looked like... He was wearing a skinny tie uh-huh. and a jacket. He looked like Miami Vice, but done by someone who's a comic, so not good looking. Uh, yeah. In 1985. That was so his, his sleeves are pushed up. That was Leno in 1985. Yeah. Yeah, that was Leno, and he was nailing it. But um, it was 10 minutes, and he was mostly. Russ said that he's been listening to them so much that. Uh, Why it, is he listening to old Leno? All Russ does is listen to old YouTube. It's literally wow. Merv Griffin. What? Dick Cavett. Yeah, Merv Griffin, Dick Cavett, uh, Johnny Carson, and um, uh, the other Jack Parr. and Jack the, Benny, but Jack Parr. But Jack Parr, and then the guy, uh, the, the really big shoe. Who's that guy? Ed Sullivan. Ed Sullivan. Yeah, he likes that guy. So, yeah, he's got, essentially, uh, he, he grew up in the Appalachians in the 12th century, <laughs> and uh, he, would, he loves it's a simpler time. Uh, do you know why? Because he was a child. Anyway, so... Right. Uh, but he loves, he loves, but he keeps sending him to me, and he's like, that was a great bit, too. And I realized at the third one that my brother Russ has Jay Leno's timing. Oh. That's how much he likes Jay Leno. Hmm. 
It's yeah, funny. it made me laugh. No, nothing here? Okay, good for me. I'll keep writing. <laughs> okay. Leno, he still works a lot. Like, he was, he was involved. He did a show for... I forget it. Something it has something to do with that Ukraine that dinner where Zelensky and yeah Lena was either at was, the dinner or he was entertaining. Oh, he was I believe he was hired Jared to Kushner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he ever hang out with Jared from Subway? Do you think? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> just guys named Jared. Jared like do you just have a part of your brain that collects things <laughs> that aren't supposed to be together? <laughs> yep. Okay. Because the thing, what I really have is a problem with things that are supposed to be together. <laughs> Those never. There's no row. There's no, it's not linear at all. It's very There's, sad. Uh, the other guy that's uh, a comic that was it's involved in the impeachment thing is, uh, is Randy Credico. He's basically the witness that put away, are we walking people? Yes. What happened? You know what? If people are tie-tied, they got to go. Let them go. They, it's okay. Oh, really? It's all right. Is that, are those the Montana people? <laughs> what happened to them? <laughs> Why aren't they fascinated by this conversation about your brother's Leno impression? <laughs> That's what I don't get. I'm riveted. This is a real clock eater, so you go. <laughs> I'm just so worrisome that people are going to show up to the show tomorrow night, and we ha not only do they not know that it's a podcast, that we don't have anything to fucking talk about. This is terrifying. Are you, are, are you, do we need to check your meds? What's happening? No, I think it's okay. It's okay. All it's, right. Uh, we will have things to talk about. We can go to the vault. We can talk about, because tomorrow, remember, we're going to be in a car together for three hours in silence. I'm not, yeah, we can't talk at all. <laughs> we have to drive to Eugene without saying a word to each other. That's why I was hoping your son was going to be in the car, because I could talk to him about something. No, you, no. About Adults art. can't talk to him. I can talk he just to him. looks at his knees and mumbles. Right. Yeah. But he mumbles about manga. Who doesn't want to be mumbled <laughs> at about manga? Anyway, I ha you've already let go that we that three people left. During yes. Yes, I've decided to let them live their lives. It turns out, and then they came back. Look at this. Oh, you're back. Yeah. Okay. They have Where did you functions. go? We've been doing we've been doing this podcast for six hours. <laughs> oh, you went to the bathroom. <laughs> Tiny bladder. Okay. Oh, there TV. you go. Yeah, I, I have to go to the bathroom, too. <laughs> hey, the notebooks came. Did you see that? Yeah. I don't think we should sell merch during our podcast. I think that's... Well, I'm not going to get up and start swiping square. <laughs> that's what I'm, I'm just calling it now, swiping square. Sounds dirty. <laughs> uh, I had I was when I was at the lab on Wednesday while you were out killing with in the big room. The uh, big I room. Was, Sometimes the lab is it's this room it's a, it's it's adjacent to the the improv and it's it can be really fun or the worst you've ever bombed since <laughs> the last time you were at the lab it's like <laughs> but sometimes the lab is really fun yeah. it is and, and it's it's a, it's also a gentle bomb because you feel like people are listening but they don't understand how they're supposed to respond <laughs> I, I don't know what it, maybe because they're not in the big room, they're like, oh, this is the serious part of the comedy club. And <laughs> this is an emotional story this woman's telling. But and it was a hard bomb. Oh, so it was a hard, uh, hard, yeah. a hard but set? But it was uh, everyone across the board. I stayed to make sure the next comic also <laughs> didn't do well. And Excellent. Yeah. You know, I got off stage and Caitlin Gill said to me, I didn't really set him up very good for you. 
<laughs> that is a sign that I didn't do very well either. <laughs> oh. In the main room. She was like, I should have done more jokes or something. And I was like, no, you were fine. They were fine. Oh, I got to say I all see. the words that I needed to say out loud no. in an order. Oh, the only thing anyone's ever allowed to say is, is get set. Nice job. It is nice, or nothing at all. Do you know the? I've told you this before. The what? first time I met Dana Gould, yeah, I got to do a guest set, and I got off stage, and he literally would not make eye contact with me, <laughs> and I don't blame him because it was not a good set. <laughs> and I was like, better he does not lie. I would prefer not to be lied at. Okay, I prefer to be lied to. Oh, would you? Yes. Okay, interesting. Interesting. We're very different people. Oh, by the way, okay, I, I recorded an album in San Francisco, and I have six sets to listen to, so I finally made myself listen to one set. And good. To, there's the guy mic'd, like he mics the audience. There's mics all over the place, and I listened to the the one off the mic where I can't hear the audience. And oh it's just God. me doing my act to nothing. Wow, it's like you have a podcast. <laughs> where you just it talk is so yourself. fucking horrifying. <laughs> I'm like, I can't release this. I can't. Um, am I a comic? Like, I, I, I it, it sounds awful, and so I that's don't the know only what to one do. Listen to? Yeah, that was the only yeah. one. And then I, I was like, did this you listen is to never the whole coming thing out. and log it? Did you log it and stuff, or what did you? No, do I listened listen? while I was cleaning. And uh, I was cringing the entire time and sure. thinking, I don't sound happy. My voice sounds... It, Troubled? I, yes. And, it, and, and would <laughs> you want to listen to this while you're driving in the car? And I'm like, no, I wouldn't. And, uh, but I finished it because I, I made myself listen to one. Right. And you listened to the hardest one so far. Because that's the one without the audience, right? Well, they're, they're all going to sound like that. They're not going to all sound like that, are they? Yeah, I mean, because it... The the it's mostly the mic, right? I'm but there should be a crowd response on some of the other mics, right? Yeah, there is. Good. Yes, right. That's no, what that's what I want. I want you to listen to. Don't listen to the don't listen to the one where it's just you talking into the. I I understand. Okay, good. I'm just telling you, it felt awful. Right, and, right, and so I'm letting you know. Don't do it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I like the looking into the distance. But and the I'm other thing you is, know. is is the um, the sound guys like okay? I think the Friday first show was the best show. Oh, cool! And I and I didn't what feel did you like feel? that. I felt like the Thursday show was the best show. But I remember on my first album, someone said this show is the best show, and I was like, ah. But I guess if that person says so, then I guess we'll do it. And I and I hate it. And I and I think uh, I'm gonna go with what I what I remember feeling like That's me it. being my most yeah, yeah. me self, and then. I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I've gotten that feedback, though, and I've listened to both. Like, Because the thing is, is, so when the last album I did, I recorded all seven sets. Well, I don't want to listen to seven sets. I'm willing to listen to four. Okay. Maybe five. Uh, but the uh, somebody said, Friday first show was the best set. And I was like, well, I thought Thursday was kind of the best set. Oh, interesting. Same yes, as me. Same as you. But it turns out uh, a couple of jokes were really good from Saturday second show. Yeah. That I Because Saturday second show is such a crapshoot. Yeah. You don't know. Uh, you end up doing bits that you didn't do the whole week because the audience is exhausted and, uh, and drunk. Right. So it's a good time. I think we're done. Wait a minute. I don't know. We can't end early. This is a live show. Oh, my God. We're one minute over. Thank you. Thanks for coming out. I hope that was entertaining. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.